a trivia question for you today. What NFL star, uh, maybe star, has played for three different teams in the course of a year and only played in one game? And if you guessed Antonio Brown, you're correct. And hey, you're listening to Burgers and Brats with your host, Braxton Poet, Matt Marks. Yep, Antonio, Antonio Brown says he will never play again in the NFL. We'll see how long that lasts, but we'll dive into that later in the podcast. So uh, thanks for listening to us. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brats, Spotify, Apple Podcast at Burgers Brats. Uh, give us that five-star rating. So first, what's cooking on the grill? Uh, the king, LeBron James, is back. He is dominating the NBA like never before. Year 17. And the man is still a beast. So the Lakers lead the Western Conference, large part due to the King and the Brow, Anthony Davis. Uh, l- earlier this week, Braun dropped 30, 11, and 10 uh, in a comeback win over Chicago. And AD is killing it uh, with LeBron in the Lakers. He returned home to Chicago uh, to his hometown where earlier in, uh, a day before the game he said he would be open to coming and playing for Chicago after this year in the Lakers. Matt, should the Lakers should Lakers fans be worried that Anthony Davis will be leaving after this year? Yes, they should be, and I said it earlier in one of our other episodes. Anthony Davis is not going to be guaranteed that he's going to be in L.A. pass this year, and I think he's gone. I think this is a one-and-done stop. I think Anthony Davis wants to have his team. Yeah, you get to share with LeBron, but I think he wants to have his team. I'm not so certain that Chicago's the destination, but I think he's gone after this year. Yeah, when have you ever said or heard someone say in their prime they're going to go to Chicago and play basketball? Not many people. <laughs> no. <at all laughs> no. Would ever say that statement. But he's going to learn a lot uh from LeBron James this year, so it'll help him a lot in the future. I don't know if if you go far, don't win a chip this year. I don't see why you go home uh to play with a bunch of young talent uh scrubs almost in Chicago and not stay with LeBron James even longer. Maybe they get some more help for the Lakers. Why not just stay in LA, try and uh, get a ring and then for your farewell farewell tour, uh, go home to Chicago. So I think it's in the best interest for Davis to stay or stay in LA. Why, why leave LA? What's wrong with LA, Matt? Nothing. Stay in Los Angeles. Would, would you rather stay in Los Angeles or Chicago? LA's got a much brighter future in basketball than anything Chicago's got right now. Yeah, uh, brighter future in basketball and a better city. But, I mean, I think he stays another year. But him and LeBron are killing it. LeBron's killing it on defense. Um, and this on offense, he's averaging 26-11 on 48%. LeBron's still the best in the league over Kawhi, Matt. LeBron the best? Yeah. So, all right, I agree with you on that. Uh, Lakers looking dangerous, man. Are they championship contender like I've been saying? No. No? No. Still got the Clippers? Yep. I mean, look, I mean, they're gonna, they probably will make the playoffs. They should, but they're not, gonna, they're not championship contenders yet. Still have to prove something. Well, they won last six. Cool. <laughs> Wait the next seven, then. <laughs> so, uh, question of the day, Matt. You've been paying attention to the NBA. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, load management is it an NBA problem or a Kawhi Leonard problem? That him sitting out yeah. for load management. Yes, I think it's an NBA problem. It's affecting I mean, the whole league, affecting the whole league. 
you got coaches that are saying, well, you know, we're going to sit players out. I mean, eventually the reason why a rule had to be in play was because you have these primetime games, and I think it may have been Coach Popovich yeah. that he sat out some of his players. Look, you're the coach. You can do whatever you want with your team. If you want to sit someone out because, hey, they need an extra day of rest, not feeling it, whatever, that's fine. But it's becoming a big trend now that you're sitting guys for long, t- you know, a couple of big games, primetime games, and fans are paying for that, right? But it's not about the fans. It's about your team. It's about you trying to win. The fans are just that extra component of it. But I think it's an NBA problem when you have, instead of, you know, when you read the box score, it talks about did not play due to injury, coach's decision. But if it's going to start saying did not play due to load management, that's a bunch of bull. Yeah, um, I think I disagree. I think it's just a quiet problem. I don't really see it happening with other star players right now. Well, there's not. Well, not it's many. not really. It's, it's not really a yeah, thing. It's early in the season. I mean, the, you're not going to yeah. see that. But it, it could happen throughout the season. Other yeah. coaches take this strategy and say, "Yeah, load management." Well, this yes. is like the second or third game quite sit, and it's been ten games into the season. He needs to play. I mean, everyone looks at. Uh, what you do in the postseason, not regular season. So I guess regular season doesn't matter. But these fans are coming to watch uh, you play basketball. They're they're coming to watch the Greek Freak versus Kawhi Leonard, the, the Claw, and it doesn't happen. Uh, Kawhi set out last night versus the Bucks. So, um, I it's a Kawhi problem, but he just sits out way too much. Um, you're is he still in the prime of his career? You think? Kawhi. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, what, 31? Yeah. That's pretty old. Still his prime, though. But if you're in your prime, you need to you need to play all these games. Because, I mean, every game matters in the end. Uh, Paul George isn't playing right now, so it's just you on the team. Paul George is looking to come back this week, maybe. Uh, maybe this Wednesday. But I, I have a problem with the load management, especially with Kawhi sitting all these games earlier in the season. People come and pay you pay to see you. Play a basketball game. Play a couple minutes. Like, it's not going to hurt you. It's not. So, that's my problem on the load management issue. So, Matt, uh, switching gears into another professional sport, NFL uh, topics. You want to debate some NFL? uh, Just debate some NFL questions? Let's do it. What do you got? All right. So, Antonio Brown, as we mentioned, lashed out at the NFL, says he'll never play again. Uh, he'll meet with the NFL this week over the sexual allegations uh, earlier this year that uh, cut time it or made him get cut in New England. So is he the best waste of talent you've ever seen? Wow, that's a deep question. I didn't know where you're going with this. Um, he's very talented. He One of the best receivers. Talented. He was on the cover of Madden a couple years ago. That's how talented you're on the cover of Madden. You're <laughs> up there. Um. Honestly, I, I realize it's been such a disappointment the last couple of years of players take, using this leverage when they still have stuff on their contract, Le'Veon Bell. And then with Antonio Brown, it's just been a giant mess from his time at Pittsburgh to Oakland, which was a mess, all big mess, and then to the Patriots, which was good for a day, and then a mess, giant mess. And if the Patriots cut you, that's a huge problem, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, a huge waste of talent. Huge waste of talent right there. And I, I think I have to agree with that statement. I can't think of anybody else right now that might be as wasting their talent like Antonio Brown. And he just needs to play, right? We, you know, he needs to play. Now, I understand what the allegations are of what he, he possibly has done. And 
if it's happened, then he doesn't need to play. But I think he needs to put this aside and, and stay focused on the field if any team will let him. I think him saying he'll never play again, I think is extreme. I think he's frustrated. That's my take on it. Oh, but yeah, he's one of the greatest receivers to play. He's up there with Randy Moss, uh, T.O. He, he's up there as one of the best. Um, but yeah, the sexual allegations uh, brought him down. Um, him lashing out. He, if he doesn't do some stuff that he was told not to, he's still playing football football right now with New England. But he went went out and did that. Um, just couldn't control himself. But yeah, he's one of the best ways of talents uh, we've seen in this league. Uh, so that's where we stand on that. So Matt, uh, this came out earlier, uh, ranking some of the best uh, quarterbacks to never uh, make the Super Bowl. Uh, some high names on there: uh, Dan Fouts, Tony Romo, uh, Philip Rivers, uh, Warren Moon. Who is the best quarterback to never make a Super Bowl, Matt? Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. As much fun as us Dallas fans would love to, you know, poke fun of him in the fourth quarter, choking a game away or whatever. You actually look at the stats. Tony Romo was He's pretty up there. efficient. Yeah, pretty efficient. So it just sucked because eight and eight years. After eight and eight years, after eight and eight years, Jason Garrett and, and Wade Phillips and is losing out. Um, you know the Cowboys' success has been poor, but Tony Romo has actually shine been shining above that, and it's great now that he's in the broadcast booth. He's a genius. He yes. is. It's fun to watch him in the broadcast booth. But yeah, he's one of the. He's a great quarterback. Uh, just unlucky that Des Bryant no catch. Uh, who knows what would have happened if they would have caught it? Probably wouldn't have won the game. Uh, I'm going Philip Rivers, Matt. Yeah. He's always in um, lead for stats. He's always big time quarterback since he's uh, been with the Chargers. You, you just feel like he's close. You keep thinking this is the year he makes it, especially last year. Well, last they had, year. they had like three losses. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And they didn't make it. Uh, didn't thought they'd be good this year, uh, but no. So I mean, Philip Rivers, he's never been super close. But it just feels like he should have taken that next step. But I've got him number one. So, uh, earlier this year, or I guess last week, or this week maybe, uh, dealing with the Chargers, uh, reports that the Chargers might move to London. But the owner came out and said, uh, hell no, that will not happen. So, Matt, should there be an NFL team in London? No. No. I think it's great every year that they have a game there, but think about this. If a team is stationed out in London, every week they're either playing at home or they're traveling overseas back to America to play a team. Think about the travel. Think about what that does on the players. Now, they can probably work it out and say, okay, if we're working out in London, they could have two or three games straight at home, and then they go on the road for a couple of weeks. That would be the only way to make it efficient. But still, that's a problem. That I just don't see. I, I could see a team being in Mexico City. I could see a team, you know, you know, put, Canada. Yeah, Canada or whatever. I just don't see a team all the way out of London that could be ten plus hour plane ride just to get out there. You would have to leave earlier in the week, and for the team, every team coming to visit, that's just that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. No, yeah, it is a lot. Uh, just the wear and tear on the bodies for sure, uh, especially um, time differences for sure. I, I like that idea, though, where if they were to do that a couple weeks at home and then a couple weeks on the road, that would be the only uh, 
way I see that. But, I mean, it'd be fun for fans to go to London. Uh, fun for them to have a football team. I just don't see it happening. I don't I don't like that at all. Way too much uh, tear on the players and too much to ask for them. So, here's one, Matt. Will Pat Mahomes have two Super Bowl wins within the next 10 years? Will he even be in the league for 10 more years? Wow. Yes, he will. And bearing a, a you know big injury or something, you know, can't believe. I mean, it's incredible him coming back so soon. Should be he back this week. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna. He's not gonna have two two wins though. He's not gonna have two wins in the next ten years. I expect him to have one. I don't think he'll have two though. Yeah. Uh, this year we all thought we all thought he would win a Super Bowl, so we'll see what happens there. But I mean, twos. It's it's a good number. Uh. To pick either for it or against it, I I don't think so. I mean, anything trading one player away can just derail a whole team, uh, make them worse or better. But yeah, he's not Tom Brady. Two, two's quite a bit. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but within ten years, it probably is. I don't think it happens. Uh, just football, anything can happen. So it, it's just tough to win. It's not like the NBA where. Um, you only need two great players. Football, you need a ton of great players to win a Super Bowl. So I don't think it'll happen. I ex- I expect I expect one Super Bowl at least from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. That's just a waste of talent there. So final final debate: Who was the best quarterback so far in the 2018 draft? I'm I've got to go Lamar. Uh, last year was definitely Baker, but so far out of both years, I'm going Lamar and then Baker. Josh Allen's done good this year after a bad year last year. They're 6-2 and two over in Buffalo playing Baker this year, or this week. And then Sam Donald, uh, I'll go him. And then Josh Rosen, we're not even going to talk about him. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't even know if he plays quarterback anymore. So, Matt, who's the best quarterback in the from the tw- 2018 draft? Well, there won't be much debate on this one. I agree with you on this. Lamar Jackson, hands down. He's playing Hands great. Down. I didn't think it would translate. Hands down. Because we hadn't seen it since Michael Vick running quarterbacks. Yep. Really. Kyler Murray, though, starting. And then... Kyler Murray's looking good. But, yeah, no, Baker Mayfield's been a big disappointment, and it's because of the O-line, too. But they got a lot of problems in Cleveland. And I think we're all eating our own words because we thought they were Super Bowl bound. That's yeah. not happening. They're not even playoff. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think we all had Cleveland definitely going to the Super Bowl. If you say you didn't, you're a liar. So, okay. But yeah, Lamar's been playing great. Uh, great year for Baltimore. Uh, beat New England in what? No, at Baltimore last week. So big win for them. So that's our NFL debates. Uh, some disagreement, some agreement. But we'll move on to our NFL predictions for this week. We got the speaking of the quarterbacks from 2018, the Bills at the Browns. The Browns are favored by three. Which I don't know why. I don't I understand. Don't know why. Bills are gonna come in there and smack all over. Yeah, so Allen versus Bake, uh, both are two completely completely different teams. Browns two and six, Bills six and two. The Bills and Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary's been going off this year as a rookie running back for the Bills. Um, J- Cleveland needs help. Everything. Their offense isn't rolling. Their defense isn't as good as last year. Um, they they just need a spark. I don't know if it's gonna happen. OBJ, I thought he'd bring 
um, extra juice and life to this team. But nope, that's not happening. So I've got Bills winning 24-20. Bill, Bills should take care of the Browns. Uh, next game we got uh, Carolina at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by six. Cam Newton went to the IR. Uh, here's a stat though: Carolina three and one away f- uh, from home, and Green Bay four and one at home. So uh, Allen's played great this year. Would you agree? I would. Yeah. Would agree. Good job. Uh, McCaffrey MVP season, but he is questionable this week. So they could be without McCaffrey. Matt, here's the kicker. At game time, 35 degrees and snowing in Lambeau. Sounds like a perfect weather for football. Perfect weather for football. So I'm going Green Bay in this one. Trust Rodgers more in the snow, Uh, especially if McCaffrey doesn't play. Green Bay should uh, take care of Carolina. Yeah, Green Bay had a tough loss last week. They're going to rebound, get a win at home. Be a good week for them. Yeah, they got shut down by Oakland. Shut down. San Diego. San Diego, San Diego. Because San Diego's playing Oakland. Yeah, yeah. They play. Yep. In this week. They play. Yeah. So, Car- or next game, Cardinals at Tampa Bay. Tampa's favored by five, even though they only have two wins on the season, compared to the Cardinals' three. Same as last year. Matt, Cardinals or Tampa? I'm going to go Tampa Bay. It could be a slugfest. Go back and forth. Um, Kyler Murray's going to get some good yardage on this game. Same with Jameis Winston. He's got great, great weapons. And Mike Evans and Godwin, Chris Godwin, good combo right there. And then Ronald Jones has been named the lead back now for them. So Yeah, it should be a good game. Uh should be high scoring. Very high scoring game. It's gonna be like what, eighty in Tampa, so different weather there. Um But I don't I don't trust Winston. Twelve interceptions on the year, so he's definitely due for some turnovers. I I like the Cardinals um going in. Uh, to Tampa and winning uh, played San Francisco close uh, almost came back and won uh, last Thursday night Tampa Bay uh, not so great the Bucks, Matt they are 0-3 at home the Bucks haven't won at home yet well they're due for one this week due for one you're saying Bucks? yep going Cardinals Matt okay history repeats itself and then <coughs> Minnesota at Dallas Dallas favored by three in Jerry World. Matt Coop, uh, Cooper is uh, Amari Cooper is questionable. He's a big piece of that offense. If he doesn't play, Dak and the offense is looking in trouble. Are they? Look, he'll play. He'll play, but they're not in trouble even if he isn't. I mean, you have Michael Gallup still. You've got Randall Cobb. This team will be fine. You've got Zeke. They're going to be fine. But it's a tough Minnesota Vikings defense. So, it should be a very close game, I think. I hope the Cowboys edge it out, probably by a touchdown. Yeah, Minnesota, uh, tough loss at Arrowhead last week. Dallas looking pretty good. Uh, They're back on track. Uh, Both teams are pretty even on both sides. So, this this should be a good game. It should be a toss-up for both teams. It's it's hard to pick, but, Matt, I'm going Dallas. I'm rolling with the boys at home. Good pick. It'll come down to the last few possessions, but I'm going to roll with Dallas on this one. Then our final game, Seattle at the 49ers, Monday night, 49ers, touchdown and a half favorites. Are you surprised by that? I am. I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. In fact, I don't. I have a feeling 49ers are going to be 
taking their first L this week. That's how good that Russell Wilson and that Seahawks offense is rolling right now. Yeah, uh, 49ers are still the only unbeaten team. We've been waiting all year, uh, last eight games, for Jimmy G to slip up, have a terrible game. He's been bailed out by his defense. So, you thinking this is the week? I do. So, uh, looking at 49ers' schedule, they haven't played a quarterback like Russell Wilson. Uh, Kyler Murray, but he's a rookie, hasn't had as much uh, years in the league experience. And he took him to a close game. So they haven't dealt with anyone like Wilson. And for that, I'm going Seattle, Matt. Going Seattle in a great game. Should be a good game. So all the home teams are favored in this week, Matt. It's a little surprising. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Fishy, shady going on here. So yeah, that's our NFL predictions for this week. Take to the bank. I think... I don't think we've lost a prediction yet this year. Always undefeated. I don't think we have. So make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, at Burgers Brots, Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brots. Uh, give us some follows there. So, Matt, on this day in history, my favorite segment. I think it's everyone's favorite segment. All the people who tweet us. We get, like, hundreds of tweets saying we love OTD. I'm missing these, but you're right, I guess. Yeah, you know. I delete them so you don't see them. Oh, okay. So, <coughs> Matt, I told you this one earlier in the day. I was like, what happened in 1991? You got it right. Magic Johnson announced he is HIV positive and retires from the NBA. And in 1966, movie actor Ronald Reagan is elected governor of California. Matt, were you alive back then? No. <laughs> Straight no. No. Um, have, uh, 1984. Matt, you want to guess this one? Famous movie. Titanic. Just kidding. We, that was last Jurassic episode. Park. No. No. Oh. Scary movie. Uh, Halloween. Well, it deals with Halloween. So it's gotta be Halloween. Not. <laughs> what? The Shining. No. Um. That has nothing to do with Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> All right, Nightmare on Elm Street premieres in the U.S. I don't know if I've... I haven't seen the original. They make so many of them. Like, every movie is always these, like, remakes. So. I was watching, and there are five of them, I believe. Really? How many nightmares on one Elm Street? There <laughs> There's a lot of Elm Streets, Matt. True. So, Matt, you have any birthdays to give out uh, on this day? Well, you know what? I honestly don't think so. No? So, no one was born? No, I'm just kidding. We got Vlad the Impaler. <coughs> Awful guy. You know, that's the inspiration for Dracula. Really? It is. That's kind of creepy. Uh, Edmund Haley. Haley's Comet. And Marie Curie. Uh, something to do with... What's that stuff? Gosh. Oh, nuclear radiation. Radiation. Yeah, won a Nobel Prize. And we've got three people that also died today. Who? Who? Today? <laughs> on this day, Butch Cassidy. Outlaw. Joe Frazier. Boxer. Heavyweight champ. And Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Holiday right there. Have you ever seen Tombstone? No, am I thinking of a different Doc Holliday? Oh my gosh, I am. You thought, oh my, did you think of Back to the Future? No, I was thinking, oh. which Doc Holliday are you talking about? Uh, Gunfight at the OK Corral. Well, okay. Famous Outlaw. Okay, I was thinking you were talking about the Roy Holliday, the pitcher. He, 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 That's he Roy Holiday. Well, 
Well, yeah, but that was the nickname, Doc Holliday. Really? Yeah, Doc. Yeah, they called him. Yeah. Why? Was he a doctor? No. no. Just a pitcher, yeah. and they called him Doc. Yeah, I think that was just the nickname. Huh. So I, you know, now you got me confused. <laughs> nope. But, famous outlaw. Well, okay. Famous outlaw. Famous. So famous. Have you ever watched Tombstone? I have not. So see, this is why you got me confused here. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, Matt. Okay, really, I'll have to watch it sometime. Really is good. Uh, died at a young age, but a badass fairy. Okay. All right, so that's our on this day in history. Moving on to our college football pick'em, Matt. We're really good at this. We really are. Yeah, we are. Like that's not a joke. We actually are really good at this. So first game, number eighteen Iowa, at number thirteen Wisconsin. Wisconsin's favored by nine and a half. Matt, who wins in the battle of no offense? Oh, it's got to be the Wisconsin Badgers. <coughs> yeah. Badgers. Wisconsin. Yeah, um, Iowa, I don't think they've put up more than 10 points in a game this season. <laughs> so, uh, Wisconsin uh, suffering two straight losses. Illinois. Illinois just ruined this season. <coughs> yeah, it ruined did. It. it really did. One week before Ohio State. But yeah, I lost to them too. So, Wisconsin needs to rely on the run game. Uh, Iowa needs to force uh, Cohen, the Iowa, or the Iowa quarterback, to... Or, no. Iowa needs to focus... Um, wow, Matt. I'm at a loss for words over how good this game is. Yeah, because you're just such a disbelief. <laughs> Illinois. You're still thinking Illinois. That's I'm, I'm still thinking. thinking. I'm still thinking. No, but uh, Iowa needs to force Wisconsin's quarterback, Cohen, to throw because he cannot throw the football. He has under 200 yards passing a game. So if Iowa wants to have an upset, they need to force him to throw and stack the box so Jonathan Taylor cannot run the ball on you. That's how you get it done. But I think Iowa just runs away with it because – or no, Wisconsin runs away with it because Iowa has no offense. Neither team has offense. It's the Big Ten. So we're both going Wisconsin in that game. I'm going 21-17. Iowa with the most points they've scored all season probably. And then uh, across the state, Iowa State – Travels to Norman, Oklahoma, number nine, OU, who is favored by 14 and a half and is wanting to get back on the field from after two weeks of thinking about their loss to Kansas State. Matt, how big does OU win this week? Honestly, not that big, <laughs> and I know that's a shock. Really? I don't think they're going to win big. I think this looming effect of Kansas State is still going to be on their mind, and they've got and they're going to want to win big, but they're going to have some. They're going to get a little too much over their heads. And they're going to have some costly turnovers. Sooners will win. I think it's only going to be by 10, though. It's not going to be two touchdowns. It's only going to be within 10. And it's going to be a close one heading into the fourth quarter. So last time Iowa State uh, and Brock Purdy traveled to Norman. Don't say it. <laughs> I witnessed that game. Well, I, I witnessed it too, Matt. And we I, were shocked. Yeah, we were shocked. Baker I, Mayfield was shocked. We lo- OU lost to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy leads the Big 12 in passing yards and touchdowns. So, I mean, they've got a deep threat with uh, Iowa State in the offense, Matt Campbell. Uh, I think OSU, I mean, OU just wants to get on the field. Uh, Lincoln Riley uh, is, they're ready to play, Matt. They're going to be ready to play. After getting stunned in Manhattan, there's no way they come out here and just lay another egg. They're going to win by uh, 20, 25. So I don't think it'll be close. Maybe first quarter, but OU's going to uh, run away with it, I think, handily. So 45-20 OU. Next game, got number four, Penn State. 
at number uh, 17, Minnesota. Penn State favored by six and a half. Matt, who wins? Well, this one's a good matchup because it's, they're both undefeated, right? They're Row both the undefeated. boat. Row the boat. Honestly, I, I don't know what I'm going to pick on this game. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, Minnesota can take down Penn State, I feel. Matt, Minnesota has played Maryland, Illinois, Rutgers, and just awful okay. teams. Okay. Do not say Rutgers is awful. <laughs> they are trash. Don't even give them that credit. <coughs> I think Penn State will come out victorious, but it's a good game right there, my friend. It's a good game. Possibly. Minnesota undefeated. This would be a big win for them if they can upset Penn State. That'd be beautiful. Okay. I think this game will be lopsided. I think Penn State will run away with it. Oh, I thought you were going to say Minnesota. <laughs> but I can see where it can be close, but I just don't... I don't think it will happen. This Penn State's... They're good. I don't think they're number four team in the country good but they're a good team minnesota hasn't faced anyone penn state's had a good schedule they've won their games pretty handily i i, I think they go into Mich or minnesota and win i i can see it being close to the third i don't think it will i i just i penn state's got too much on minnesota man there, there's no way they're going to do an upset it's gonna happen you're picking minnesota no, okay, I think Penn State will win, though. I just would love to see Minnesota do it, put in the bag, and it would be great. <laughs> the big Minnesota accent right there. I mean, both teams are pretty even, but you just look at the schedule. Uh, Minnesota's gone against way easier schedule. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. 11 o'clock kick, uh, not a night kick, so that doesn't really help Minnesota. But I think Penn State goes in there and beats them pretty handily. But if they don't, it's bad news for the Big Ten because then Penn State would have to go to OSU as a one loss. And that ruins their hopes for the cultural playoff for the Nittany Lions. So, next game, Matt, I'm picking upset here. Well, I don't know if it's an upset. So, 16, Kansas State goes into unranked Texas. Texas is favored by seven. So, I'm I'm picking te Texas. I guess it's – I don't know if it's an upset because they're beating a ranked team, but they are favored. I don't think Texas is going to let what Kansas State did to OU happen to them. And Kansas State is on a high horse right now. They are. And I'll tell you this. I am. I have to give credit to Sam Ellinger. I know. I said it. He was right. Texas is back. They are back where they've been, unranked <laughs> and trash. Yes. Look, their record, I think they have two or three, two losses, right? I believe two losses. Uh, three, wait, three who? Losses. Three, three losses, losses, two in the Big 12. Two in the Big 12. Thank you. So, look. I'm shocked they're not in the top 25 because Texas should be a 25, like right on the edge because that's where they are. They're back. Edge team, not good. There you go. I don't – Kansas State will pro, could keep it close. I don't think they will. I think Texas will win this game. But it is shocking to see Texas not ranked from where they started the season and that matchup against OU and then how they have fallen and how they almost lost to Kansas – Texas almost lost to Kansas. Remember that. <laughs> and remember when they did a couple years ago. Yep. That is definition of Texas football. So, what, Texas was ranked in the top ten early in the season. Yeah. No, they were. <clears throat> but, yeah, I think Texas uh, beats Kansas State. I wouldn't be shocked if Kansas State wins, but I think they're so high on that horse right now, they're just going to go in. They don't care. 
But uh, some motivation. Okay, their head coach is great. Coming from North Dakota State, he's a great, great hire for them uh, to replace Bill Snyder. <clears throat> but the winner is still in control, can make the Big 12 championship. Uh, only two losses uh, in the Big 12 so far. Baylor has zero. OU has one. So if Baylor can beat OU, or if OU loses to Iowa State, Iowa State's well, right in the now, lead right Baylor's now. Baylor's in the driver's seat. Yeah, Baylor's automatic right now. But Iowa State, Kansas State, and Texas, two losses. See, I don't think Texas is going to make an appearance this year. I don't see it happening. I, I think it is going to be OU and Baylor. I think those are the two teams that are going to be at. Now, of course, Sooners got to win out, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, this, so this game is a big determination for the Big 12 championship as well, knock one team out. <coughs> but they probably won't make it anyways. So, uh, next game, what we're all waiting for, Matt. Number two, LSU travels to Tuscaloosa to face number three, Alabama, who is favored by a touchdown. Alabama favored by a touchdown, and Tua, he's looking like he's going to play. Uh, so that'll be big if for Alabama if he plays because if they, he doesn't, they're going to lose uh, for sure. But here's a stat, Matt. Last seven years, how many home games has Alabama lost in the last seven years? Zero. Wrong. One. No. Wow, how many? Three. Three, okay. Three home games. Do they make it four this year? I'm picking LSU. I picked LSU last year. And it, they did nothing. I think this year is a whole different story. Joe Burrow has been phenomenal. People say, even, you hear this, Kyler Murray, what he said about him today. Heisman favorite, right? Heisman favorite right now, Joe Burrow. I think they're going to upset Alabama. I think it's going to shock the world, but not really, because LSU's that good. But it's going to be great to see Bama lose at home. They deserve it. <laughs> so, uh, I think we're all shocked they weren't in the number one team. Uh, when the rankings came out Tuesday night, I was a little shocked. I thought LSU deserved to be the number one seed, but I'm I'm shocked that Alabama's the number three seed, Matt. Because this show this tells us the committee doesn't care who you are. It depends on what you've done this year, and having Alabama at three uh, proves that. So, <clears throat> are people just picking Alabama because it's Alabama, or do people actually think they're gonna win? They've got Nick Saban, Saban. They've got Tua. I think people are just picking Bama because they're Bama. That's what I think. <coughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, that's how a lot of people do. They, don't, they just know like, Bama's good, so automatically pick Bama. Like, who, they haven't played any competition this year compared to LSU. But, I'm Matt, I'm in the same boat with you. I think LSU uh, rides in and beats Saban and the Crimson Tide uh, in a high-scoring game. I'm going 42-38 LSU. Do do your um coach O impression, Matt. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. It's pretty Tigers. good. <laughs> See, and I'm battling a cold right now, so it makes it so much perfect to do that. Just go Tigers. Matt, you know? my throat is tickling right now, Matt. I, I'm oh, feeling yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so sorry about that, everyone. But yeah, so that's our call swap pick on give you some super dogs for this weekend. Um East Carolina. Uh Plus 21 at SMU. SMU coming off their first loss at Memphis. You got to go ECU. Uh, take them in the points this week. And then NC State, plus 31 at Clemson. NC State's not a bad team this year. 
I'm I'm saying take them in the points against the mighty Clemson Tigers. Speaking of the Tigers, are you shocked? They are the five seed. No, because they haven't played anybody. Yeah, they're undefeated, but they haven't played anybody. Yeah, they're undefeated. They haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy with them being number five. I have them number six in my uh, preference, but happy the committee sees that, and not them as the defending national champions. So another two other super dogs. UCF is giving seventeen at Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa, this team almost beat Memphis, lost on a last second field goal. And they almost beat SMU. What they lost in triple overtime. So take Tulsa in the points at home. And then finally, Washington, 10 to Oregon State. Oregon State is 4-4. They put up 56 on Arizona last week. I'm saying take Oregon State in the points for this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm saying pick them. When's the last time you picked Oregon State in the points? Long time. You have any super dog picks for this weekend, Matt? I do not, no. Oh. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I know you're really looking forward to hearing that. I was. My favorite segment on College Game Day. So that's our college football picks. Uh, take those to the bank as well. Moving into our final segment, who would you share a burger and brat with? I'll start, Matt. So a Mexican college student, uh, Israel Antonio Carmona, has developed new formula for road uh, pavement that repairs itself when, and it went and it expands when exposed to rainwater. So if there are cracks in it, it expands when it's hit with rainwater. Uh, so it, that would solve a lot of problems, especially in Oklahoma. So bring that formula on over here. So that's pretty cool. So this is some breaking news, kind of like developing news as we speak. Can I guess? Yeah. I need a hint. Baseball related, because that's how I usually do baseball. I'll go Astros. Oh, it is about the Astros. So we all know the Astros lost the World Series, and we had some champagne ourselves. We were cheering. Wait, wait, the Astros lost? Yes, they Woo-hoo! did. They just turned in. They did. Oh, yeah. But more changes. So it's been, as we've seen, a PR disaster for the Astros, right? The assistant general manager and the female reporters and what he said, and he got axed, right? And then the statements by the Astros were very poor in the eyes of the public. They're like, well, these are not really great statements. Well... They've just changed it now to where Nolan Ryan's son, Reed Ryan, is going to have a kind of a different role. And i, I got to tell you, they say a lesser role in this one article. It says he's going to be an executive advisor of business relations so he can do more things outside the organization. Well, Nolan Ryan, his dad, Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan, sent out a text to the public, and he said, I will not be back with that club, and we'll leave it at that. Nolan Ryan's out. Now, remember, he was, he was a figurehead in the Astros, too. So is that a retaliation? You move my son out? Are they pushing the Ryans out? Or did he see the writing on the wall? Astros got some problems in their front office. They've got some problems right there. And so I'm sharing a burger and brought with Nolan Ryan. He knows right. Get out of Houston while you can. Just kidding. But breaking news, Braxton. Yeah, a lot, of, lot of renovations in Houston. A uh, lot of issues. A lot of issues there. First, you don't win. Then you fire. And then Ryan's leave, so some trouble. Houston, we've got a problem. But you can use a burger and brat to yeah. get through your problem. Use a burger and brat there. So uh, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Burgers Brats. Give us five stars, please. We need it. And then Twitter and Instagram, at Burgers Brats. From Matt and I, thanks for listening. Hope your team wins this week.